Hello, and welcome to Bedtime Stories from the Land of Nod, a podcast that features original, whimsical bedtime tales to help little ones and adults fall asleep. Today's tale is about a little boy named Finn who decides he wants to make time stop. Enjoy. Today is Finn's seventh birthday. He has gobbled down not one, not two, but three thick slices of his mama's famous butterscotch cake. He sits on the couch in the living room and admires his gifts. A brand new eggshell blue bike with silver wheels that catch the sun. A book about his favorite animal, the beluga whale and a grown-up set of colored pencils and a sketch pad. With all the cake in his belly, now round and tight as a melon, he feels strong. He opens the sketch pad and selects an orange-colored pencil. He draws a big, thick seven in the center of the page. Underneath, he writes, The best year yet. Suddenly, Finn realizes that he never wants to be older than seven. In fact, he wants to stay seven forever. Seven is the perfect age. He has the perfect gifts. He is in the first grade, the best grade of all. His teacher, Mr. Muldoro, who wears Harry Potter glasses and has a pet snake, is his favorite teacher yet. I think I'll stay seven forever, says Finn, to no one in particular. You'll have to find a way to stop time if you want that to happen, chuckles his father from the kitchen. I think I will, says Finn. Then... He closes his sketch pad and squints his eyes. No matter how hard he squints, he can't see time. It's everywhere, but nowhere. Come out, come out, wherever you are, says Finn. Time ignores him. Finn decides it might be a good idea to have a calm discussion with time and ask her politely to stop moving. His mama says that if you ask for something politely, you have a better chance of receiving it. Hello, time. It's Finn, says Finn. I would like for you to stop moving, please. He checks his digital watch. It's blue with a little whale on the front. The seconds are still ticking away. Four o'clock and five seconds. Four o'clock and six seconds. Four o'clock and seven seconds. Finn clears his throat and tries again. Excuse me, time. 
I'm not trying to be rude, but could you please stop moving? Thank you. The seconds keep on ticking. Finn decides to try a different approach. Maybe if I concentrate really hard on the present, time will slow down, thinks Finn. He squeezes his eyes shut and focuses all of his energy on the present. He tries to hold every second in his mind. But just like that, the present second is gone into the past. A new second comes, and then it's gone, too. Time is slippery, thinks Finn. You can't hold on to it. Hmm. Maybe if I freeze in place, thinks Finn, I'll confuse time, and she'll freeze, too. He sits perfectly still on the couch, like the bronze statues in the park near his house. He imagines that he's made of bronze, too. Bronze hair, bronze fingernails, even bronze blood. But still, the seconds on his watch tick away. Time is too smart for this, thinks Finn. Next, Finn grabs the four chairs from the kitchen table, arranges them into a circle, and drapes a big, fuzzy, purple blanket on top of them to make a fort. He crawls in. Inside, the light is hazy and purple, like a sunset. Finn decides to call his creation a time fort. Time can't come in here, he thinks. I can't see time, and time can't see me. But inside the fort, his watch still glows, the seconds still ticking away. 4.30 and 17 seconds, 4.30 and 18 seconds. Finn crawls out of the time fort with a sigh (sighs) and finds his mama in the kitchen. Mama, can you take the batteries out of my watch? I want to stop time. I'm not sure if that will work, she says, with a little smile, but she does it anyway. The watch face goes black, and Finn grins. He grabs his beluga whale book, goes to his room, and closes the shades. He starts to read. He learns that beluga whales can swim backwards and have a layer of jiggly blubber five inches thick to keep them warm in the Arctic waters. Every so often, he looks down at his blank watch face and smiles. He has finally outsmarted time. Finn, come to the kitchen, his mama calls. Granny is here. Finn skips towards the kitchen, but stops short by the living room windows. Outside, the sun is setting, turning the sky into a glowing swirl of purples, pinks, and oranges. A lump forms in Finn's throat. 
he hasn't outsmarted time after all. Time has gone on without him. He walks slowly into the kitchen, head down, feeling quite blue. His granny gives him a hug. Happy birthday, darling. What's wrong? I can't stop time, Granny. I want to stay seven forever. Granny smiles. Seven was my favorite age, too. Like you, I thought I would be seven forever. But time is like a ball rolling down a hill, Finn. It gets faster and faster until the end of your life at the bottom of the hill. It gets faster, asks Finn. It does, says Granny. And you can't stop it, asks Finn. You can't, says Granny. Then what can I do, Granny? Finn feels tears welling up in his eyes. If his granny was seven once, and he figures she must be nearly one hundred by now, then he certainly won't be seven forever. His granny grins. She reaches into her faded yellow purse and pulls out Finn's favorite candy, a chocolate kiss. Go ahead, says granny. Eat it. Finn licks it slowly, letting the sweet chocolate melt into a delicious milky puddle on his tongue. The chocolate kiss gets smaller and smaller until it disappears completely. You know how when you eat a yummy candy, like a chocolate kiss, you savor every last drop until it's gone, says Granny. Finn nods. Treat time like that. Savor every moment. Treat every second like it's precious. Because it is. But will I still turn eight? Asks Finn. Yes, says Granny. But when you turn eight, you won't be sad. You'll know that you made the best of being seven. Then his granny gathers him up into her soft, pillowy arms. Finn takes in her honey scent and the sound of her slow, steady breathing. He hears the watch on her wrist, ticking, ticking, ticking. Every second brings him farther away from seven and closer to eight. But now, in his granny's arms and with the taste of chocolate on his tongue, the passing seconds don't seem as scary. He smiles and savors each second in his granny's arms. His granny's hug, he decides, is even better than a chocolate kiss.